excited honestly like we had a good break which was which was nice I needed that break just to read some of my TBR list mm-hmm. yep I mean I'm I don't think I got through much of my TBR list because I kept getting distracted by other books that were not on my TBR list. I know I um yeah this book is dangerous for that stuff though like because I just feel you see all these amazing books and the reviews and I'm like Rebecca have it. Don't do it don't do it mm-hmm. but then I do it and then I I mean it's good at the time but it doesn't help my TBR list to shorten any no no um, but I still I still find enjoyment because I did get to read stuff at least you know that was you know just popping up I was like yeah I can read that as opposed to you know obviously when we're scheduling and planning it's a bit harder um, to do that yeah yeah and yeah. we weren't actually working our normal jobs so we had all the time in all the land oh all so good in all the world I know so you guys would have seen on our Instagram that we have actually posted up I mean who even are we but we're that prepared that we have a full season scheduled out so we have actually posted up our episodes for season three of who will be speaking to what authors and what books we'll be reading of those authors mm-hmm. and the purpose of that was to give you the opportunity to go and read them if you haven't already because obviously our episodes are spoiler episodes so yeah I'll give you a chance to to get on there and we've got our special episodes some of them already booked in as well we do. I'm actually so excited about all of the episodes this um this season and I know how organized we are I know who would have thought I'm very excited about it It does make it does take the stress off a little bit as well knowing what we've got coming up and everything Mm. like that but that's not to say we won't have some additional special episodes throughout the season there's certainly yes surprise we already know them but you can't know them Mm -hmm. surprise and if you do have any authors um or favorite books that you would like to hear um, on the podcast let us know um, we'll try and schedule it sometimes it doesn't work out with scheduling and whatnot um, or authors might be busy um, but certainly uh, more than happy to get some recommendations from you as well mm-hmm. um, to find that out and even like anyone really that's in the book world you know we would love to to chat as well so we do have some cover models that will be featured. We're not going to tell you who they are because, again, secret. And um, we do have a collaboration with another podcast, but, again, secret. <laughs> so, uh, lots of lots of surprises this season. I'm so excited because I love surprises. Absolutely. And we, all, we would really love it if you haven't already subscribed, if you could go and subscribe or even just give us a little, you know, review on wherever you listen to your podcasts because that always helps us as well um, as we move forward. So if you could do that, we'd really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. So we have a very exciting first episode. We do. It's a special episode too. Straight off the bat. Yeah, straight off the bat, we're going to go in with a secret special episode. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I think you guys are going to be very excited with this guest that we have. And yeah, let's jump into it.
Guys, welcome back. Season three, can you believe it? We are really excited to have David Tomasich with us today and we are popping his podcast, Cherry. So welcome, David. Thank you. Thank you for popping my cherry, ladies. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. We'll take you through it gently. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Just just go all the way in. Just just do it. Just go all the way in. Just go through it. Rip off off the (laughs) band-aid. Now, David is a cover model on a romance book. He is a model in general, a bodybuilder, a fitness role model, and an ambassador for Bully Zero. Now, and while we were chatting just before we got on here, we also found out he's had a history in radio and on TV. It's just, you've just got it all going, David, don't you? Is there anything I've missed there? Uh, I was, I actually am a qualified asbestos removalist in oh class A, so I can remove any kind of asbestos. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I love how random that is. <laughs> I know. I really do love randomness. It's the best. <laughs> yeah, I've I've had a I've had a like a buy of kind of speech there, wide variety of jobs over the years. But um, yeah, painter by trade, asbestos removalist, construction project manager. Model wow. now, medical rep. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot there. So. Medical rep. I just love it. It's like really, a really yeah. diverse range. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It's I good. mean, you know, you've got all your options open there. But I yep. think you're doing like pretty well in the modeling industry. So I don't know if you'll need to fall back on any of those. Um, but yeah, so recently, um, well, how long have you been in modeling actually? How, what inspired you to get into that side of things? Look, to be honest, it's actually only been a year. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, so how it all how it all came about was um, I was actually off Instagram for about a couple of years. I was kind of like, oh, I'm not going to do any social media for a while. And I'm just going to need a break. But then I did um, during our first lockdown. I was I sought out. I got a coach, and I did this massive transformation. I ended up losing like about 15 kilos. And the one thing that I always wanted to do was actually compete as well. Like that was on my bucket list of things to do. So I was kind of just training and dieting. um, And within like a six month period, I kind of just this massive transformation. And also the other thing that helped me with it was I got diagnosed with fructose intolerance. So my diet completely had to change. And basically I was on a diet of cardboard and a glass of water with some lemon (laughs) in it. And um so and, and protein shakes so that was pretty much my diet but then um but I did this whole transformation and then what how it came about was um they wanted to do the the personal uh training studio that I was at wanted to do a photo shoot and uh they got a photographer and they got me um they took a photo of like of me after the transformation and obviously you know working out in the gym and there was a few of us in it and whatnot but then those photos um, ends up getting posted or the photographer submitted them and ended up getting posted in um, South Africa's number one fitness magazine. <laughs> just randomly, I was like, oh, geez, okay, cool. And then, after, and then after that, it kind of just a little bit snowballed. And then I did another shoot, another uh, fitness shoot. And then that um, those photos ended up in, um, I think it's Crave Fit Magazine in Texas. And they did a full-on editorial on me, asked me questions, all that stuff. And then... Yeah, it's just been one thing after another after that. And I, yeah, and I just in such a short amount of time, I'm like, it still blows my mind the fact that I've managed to even do this. Cause I, when people say, oh, so you do, you're a model. And I'm like, oh, I, it's like, I can't get around that word. I'm like, no, I don't think I am. I just, <laughs> yeah, it's just 
do the photos. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. No and then, yeah, so it kind of just snowballed from that. And then um and then Michelle, um I got in touch with her and um and then she um she shot me and then she kind of just um promoted me a little bit and then I ended up becoming um a romance novel um cover model out of nowhere so it kind of yeah and I've just and it's it's going great so far so the the first book was released um a few months back and the next book's coming in May and then there's another one I think in April that's coming so yeah there's it's just um it's been great and yeah it's 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 been it still blows my mind the fact that I managed to do so much in a year (laughs) um and like and I was even more fortunate like I literally just got back from the states um when I shot with like some of the best photographers, I shot with Mike Ruiz, Kevin McDermott, um, like Frank Lewis, like it's just, yeah. And they're getting now published in magazines. I just got published wow. in uh, photo, like Mike Ruiz's photo book magazine. Um, yeah. It's just, it's, it's incredibly humbling and it's just, yeah, I've, I'm lost for words still with it. Cause I can't believe I managed from where I started to this. I'm like, I'm not going to do Instagram anymore. No, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> I love that it all came from like a um intolerance. <laughs> yeah, it was from just intolerance. It's like that was the whole thing. That was the game changer. But originally, I mean, the only reason why I went back on Instagram was because I wanted to promote my coach because yeah. he did such a great job with me, and I was like, and he was starting his business, so I, I helped him out by actively promoting him, and yeah, and it worked. Like his clientele boosted, and you know. And um, yeah, and then I just kind of started snowballing with the photo shoots and here we are. And now I'm talking to you guys about it. (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's fantastic. Like you definitely wouldn't have realised it had only been a year because just looking over all of your work, it seems like it's spanned over a longer period of time. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because everyone's so, (laughs) I think my photos are just bombarding people constantly. They're just Mm -hmm. like, because I get the feedback like, Oh, it's going through my search and then again your photo pops up. I was like, oh, sorry. I mean, people are complaining about it. I'm not. I know. <laughs> what are they whinging <laughs> about? I think it's my friends are just like, I'm so sick of you. Oh, it's you again, for Christ's sake. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I think even just the quality of the the photos too and your modeling, like you definitely are a natural at it. I think I I wouldn't have thought of Thank you. In 12 months. At all. Yeah, it's look. I've and look. I've definitely, I've definitely pushed the boundaries a lot. Um, and uh, like working with some of the top end photographers, I mean, they do love to just uh, change you up and, and obviously just push you. I mean, Microwaze's shit was great, but he put me in this outfit. Um, it was actually Michael Sweet who designed the outfits for that that shoot. Um, and he specifically designed these outfits as well for the shoot. And there was he put me in these knee high boots with a really narrow heel. <laughs> And Mike's like, okay, we're gonna do jump shots. We're gonna do jump shots. I was like, oh, jump shots, fuck. And then so I was doing that. And then I'm like, and he's like, no, 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 I want to get it. He goes, change the leg, change the leg. So change the leg, and I just landed. And I went crack. I was like, he's like, you okay? Come, just like keep fucking shooting. Just keep going. Get this. Shoot through the pain. I just like that's how I was pretty much for that entire New York trip because I was literally like from plane I was pretty much on a plane and then land shoot 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 plane shoot 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 plane shoot like it was nonstop. Um, wow! And when I sh- when I shot with Kevin McDermott, I was in Palm Springs, and um, the funny thing was, Palm Springs you think it's because it's a desert. You're like, oh, it's gonna be hot. Everything's cool. Whatever. 
it was so cold, like it was freezing. And so we shot at his house and he's got this amazing backyard, he's got this amazing pool. And I dip my toes in the pool and I'm like, it's not that cold. It was probably like 10 degrees outside at this point, maybe eight actually. And okay, so the last shot we did was, um, he goes, okay, so we're going to get you in a wife beater and we're going to like, and obviously you're just going to put it over your junk area. It was more of a sexual shoot. And he goes, we're going to get you in the shower. Like his shower was warm, which was fine because I need to, to just stand in the pool. And I'm like, oh, how bad could it be? So I'm shooting and I'm like, and I could just start to feel my legs just starting to burn. I'm like... Oh my God, you're trying to like post sexy and all this stuff. And I'm like, I can't feel my feet. I can't feel my feet. And he's like, okay, take a break. I was like, fuck, get out. <laughs> my, my shins were bright red. I couldn't feel my feet, but it was that really nasty ice burn. Like it was, it was the water was so oh cold. I was, I'm pretty sure I saw polar bears swimming there at that point. And, and then he's like, okay, cool. All right, let's get back in there. Let's do it again. I'm like, what? It would be worse the second time because you know it what was to expect. Much worse the second time. And I just go to Kevin. I'm like, this better be the best fucking photo you have ever <laughs> taken in your entire life. Like, and it's going to be everywhere. Yeah. Put it so everywhere. He goes, he shows me the photo looks good. I haven't seen it yet, but he showed me the photos look good. So, like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was a, it was a really, it was a good experience. Like I rolled, it was very hard. It was a very good experience and I'm so glad that I did it. And yeah, so the, the photos are looking amazing, if I don't say so myself. And um, I'm really Oh, they absolutely are. We've seen some of them on Instagram so far, but you said you've got a lot more coming out. Yeah, yeah, but they're, more, they're amazing. Thank like you the David so and Goliath shoot. Yeah, that was that was insane. Like, and some of the outfits, I never thought I would be wearing like a, <laughs> I actually wore a sequence full jumpsuit, and I'm just like, imagine <laughs> dancing it. with the stars here, or you know, or ballroom dancing it. or ice skating. But you know what? I I look at the photo, I was like, this actually looks pretty cool. I <laughs> mean, so, they pulled it off. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. the picked yeah, the right yeah, thing exactly. here. It's good to do. It's good to do different things. So um, absolutely, yeah. I think yeah. Um, I would love to be on a photo shoot where someone was just dressing me in all different kinds of like. I fe- definitely feel like I could like really get into like the like that David and Goliath type shoot where you had all the um the leather yeah. stuff. And everything. I'd be like totally in for that. So like you know, if anybody wants to just call me up for like a photo shoot, and I'm just getting I'll- to those like I want to be dressed and somebody do my makeup and hair, you know that sort of thing. Oh my god! I'll give I'll give you. Michael I'll give Michael Sphere a call. I'm sure he would love to dress you. In absolutely. He he puts so much effort into those outfits and in those that um that uh lion king one that i uh, that i posted this morning um in particular that thing was like a walking chandelier i shit you not <laughs> like and he was laughing his head off because i was walking around the studio like tin man i was like oil can oil can like it was <laughs> it was crazy and like everything's dangling and like you're just trying to maneuver and do the best you can and it it was difficult as fuck but it was such a beautiful outfit but they all come like you have to be built into it like it all wow. it's all in pieces so it takes That's time crazy. to put all that on there and you're just like oh my god and then at that point you're like towards the end because actually a lot of his designs i did at the miami shoot i shot with um george and abel cruz and they put me um when they put me together in the royal there's a photo of me i took with um like doing a royalty thing with like mm-hmm. the sword and a cape whatever like 
I they were just like putting that whole thing together on me and trying to put like place everything perfectly and I'm just like just take the photo I need food (laughs) (laughs) I love it that's fantastic and so what was it that uh got you like how did that experience come about like going over to America and and all of those um, so originally, um, so Mike Ruiz and I, um, we chatted online and we actually spoke about the whole anti-bullying stuff. So I ended up, he's, here was actually my first interview that I did with the, with the, um, anti-bullying and, um, and then we just developed a relationship from then. He was like, I'd love to shoot you. And he wanted me originally to be part of his, um, people calendar. He does, uh, he does a charity every year, um, to help, um, uh, things pitbulls in um in shelters mm-hmm. and he gets like a whole bunch of models from around the world kind of and they just you know come in they do a full calendar shoot and i was meant to go in july but obviously couldn't because of uh lockdown and um but we just developed a relationship and he goes i would love to shoot with you and then but i had a lot of photographers like even kevin mcdermott and george and abel cruz um george and abel were so sweet because they were like we have been in love with you for six years even before <laughs> you did the transformation he's like they're like it was the most surreal experience seeing you walk into our studio finally after all these years that we got to shoot you. And I was like, it was, it, so it was really humbling. Um, so there was That's a lot awesome. of, there was a lot of, yeah, there was a lot of um, uh, like a lot of uh, requests over the years kind of thing to come in. And, um, and I just, yeah, I was like, no, nah, screw it. I'm just going to finally get this done. So, um, and there was opportunities for magazines that, uh, that were to be published in. And I was like, no, nah, I'm going to do it. Better to do it now. As soon as That's they, so awesome. As soon as they open the borders, because God knows when all this is going to end again. God you man. just don't know. You got to take the opportunities as they come. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and, and I'm all about like in the last year, it's I was kind of like um, I've developed the last mentality where it's like, you know what, anything's going to change at this point. It's best to just kind of just let the universe take take the wheel. Essentially, Jesus, take the wheel. There you go. Thanks, Kerry. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, I'm not even religious. Um, but like. <laughs> But it's like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like I've, yeah. I've developed that mentality and I'm kind of just like, if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And I'm just open and uh, open to everything that's happening. And even with like all the, the shoots now, like coming up with with Michelle and for, um, you know, and the authors and stuff and being on the covers, like it's such an amazing experience. And I'm, as I still look at like the books on my coffee table and then I'm like, I can't believe I'm actually on a on a You're on a book. Like, You're on a, I'm on a book. On a book. On a book. Yeah. I, um, so awesome yeah <laughs> and many more to come that's the thing so it's yeah. like better yeah but, I, um, um, we watched your uh reel where you're reading um an excerpt from, <laughs> from- <laughs> <laughs> so um david is on chained hands by tl smith so that's the mm. first book, right, that you were on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next one it's coming out is uh, Darkly Ever After, which is an anthology. So that comes out oh, in May, which is, uh, yeah, so that's like, I think, uh, 20 authors or what or something. Yeah. So, yes, I love the I'm anthologies. Re- yeah, the anthology is going to be good. People the people just invest their emotions in a, in a romance novel or any, sure. any fictional book, essentially. So, and it's, it's always best to... If you have someone on the cover and you can, it, it's easier to envision the storyline as you go 
with that yes. person rather than just kind of making someone up. So, and it's funny because I get a lot of good feedback, like straight away from a lot of women that message and they're like, oh my God, like you brought the character to life. You know, I was like, well, I didn't do anything. I was just on the color, but still like, I'm thankful that you think of me during that time. So it's good. But no, it's important because like us romance uh, readers are very passionate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you know, and it is. It's hard when you're trying to envision something. Um, you make something visual when you're reading it and the person on the front of the book doesn't necessarily meet what's being described within the book. It is really difficult. So, mm. it's you know, when they do take time to really um, pick out the exact right cover model, it is fantastic. Have you read Chained Hands further than further than the excerpt that you read? I'm halfway through it. I because I the reason being is like I like to finish one book before I start another one. Um, and I was reading, I was reading um, the, I was actually reading a book called The Final Girl Support Group, um, <laughs> which I don't even know. But it's actually going to be a HBO show soon. With I think Charlie Theron's actually producing it. It's about like awesome. I love my eighty, I love my eighties slasher films. Yeah. And it's about like, it's about all these women who have like survived those 80s slasher film kind of things. It's like a support group, anyway. But it, it's a good book. So I was like, ah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna start Chain Pants until I finish that one. So I finished that one and now I'm halfway through it. But it's, it's, yeah, I love it. It's dirty as fuck, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes it so good. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, I'm enjoying it. So you can grab yourself a copy of that book and you'll have David in your lounge room um, or oh, wherever wait. you want to head beside your bed, wherever. Um, but if you do go to his Instagram. That's so creepy. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I've no, become but- shower nozzle masturbation material. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but yeah, if you go to David's reels, you will see him reading an excerpt from the book. Um, I, I, I can guarantee it's it's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah. I showed Beck while we were at dinner, um, mm. so I felt like it would be appropriate to do that so that she would be blushing in the middle of a family restaurant. So I was annoyed; I couldn't hear all of it. I was like trying to turn it up, and all these people are staring at me. I'm like, I was like, my- I think you should just put it to your ear. Don't tell yeah. them yeah. louder. It's not probably not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god, it's hilarious. So I think you're gonna I'll do that every single time I'm on a book, I'll read it that's from my Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, GL Smith, she was very she was laughing her head off when she saw that. She's like, oh my god, it's the best promo. I love it. I love it. I was gonna ask what the hardest shoot you've ever done was, but it possibly could be that pool shoot. <laughs> uh yeah, look, um the there are probably the three hardest shoots because it will go, there was microwaves, which was wearing all those outfits and almost breaking <laughs> my ankle. Because um, you got to remember microwaves, like that was, he's a big deal because yeah. he's literally shot, I don't know if you know much of his work, but he's literally shot every single celebrity under the sun. Mm-hmm. Like everyone. Yeah. He used to work with Tyra Banks personally. So, and he's a legend at what he does. The guy literally had a car accident on New Year's Day and still managed to shoot me. And he was like banged <laughs> up from head to toe, the poor guy. That's how professional he is. So wow. it's a big deal. If Mike Ruiz shoots you, it's a big deal. Absolutely. And bring it. So, but, and he, he works you like no tomorrow. I was wearing, I was covered head to toe in one, uh, one of my shots in baby oil gel. Now there's baby gel. oil. <laughs> And there's baby oil gel. Baby oil gel, I'm pretty sure you would asphyxiate if you were covered 
everywhere, including your face on it, because it was so thick and greasy. I, I mean, it doesn't sound enjoyable. <laughs> no, no, no. But it looks good in the photo, but I could not get that shit off me. And try going on a train back from New Jersey to New York in an, <laughs> for, like, for an hour <laughs> to Manhattan. I'm oh, sorry, a lot of people able- thought you had a weird fetish. Just to be yeah, clear, no, a lot no. of people thought you had a weird fetish going on there. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It was just a matter of like trying to get that off and not having a shower as well, going straight <laughs> from the shoot in the train and you're just greasy as fuck. Yeah, no, it wasn't. That was uh, that was hard. But um, that was hard. That shoot, um, Kevin McDermott's shoot was hard. Obviously, freezing my ass off in the pool. Um, and um, and Frank Lewis was was very difficult as well because he's um he's very much editorial and he loves to push the boundaries and a lot of it was mind you it's in new york i was in new york at the time and it was like i think minus three or something and we did a studio shoot but it was freezing still and you're there trying to do you're soaking head to toe wearing white jeans and a white top wet and then he's there spraying a cold water bottle on you every five seconds to keep that moisture and you're just like oh my god oh my god this is like (laughs) Like just fucking pose, just do it, just do it. So yeah, that was that he pushed, he really pushed me. Um, but yeah, but I'm so glad I did it because you learn so much on these shoots. And yeah. um, yeah, and every time I go on a new shoot, like I always learn something new, a new technique or, or whatnot. And it's just yeah, I love it. It's hard and I like to be challenged with it because you find if you end up doing the same thing it's you kind of like, eh, yeah, okay boring yeah yeah not issue, boring but if you if they push the boundaries and you get something really great it's it's yeah it, it's worth the it's worth the pain and suffering actually there was one shoot that i shot with um and i told everyone this story um the uh, photographer in sydney it was before i went to the us and um his instagram is shots by gun so his name's gun great photographer there's this one photo of me where I'm leaning back. I'm like, I'm on my knees and I'm leaning back and I've got my arm up and um, that, and how he works, it's not, he's not a click, click photographer. He's a stagey photographer. So he will make you hold that pose for like a minute to two minutes in order to get the right thing. And he will take the photo like between one and three times. And if you don't get it, you don't get it. But he'll get you in that first or second shot. The reason why I got in the third shot was because my arm was covering my face too much. But mind you, I'm on a solid ground floor. I'm bending my toes back. My knees killing me. I test my quads, flex my abs, suck out like every bit of air, lean all the way back, arm in the air, and then hold that. So hold that position for like a minute. And I'm like, this is the most painful fucking position ever and then i'm just like take the photo take the photo take the photo, take the photo. and then eventually he took the photo i was just like <gasps> like and he's like oh i thought you were fit i'm like you try holding that for a minute like, <laughs> i thought you had core strength <laughs> oh come on buddy no, it's like a, because it i oh, trust me i've got core strength but oh my god that pushes you and then you're just like oh my god you're so much pain because you're holding intense and everything and oh, then towards the end, it's like, yeah. And then you're just like, wow, that's actually a really good photo. <laughs> so <laughs> well, it's, it's worth it. It's worth I it. think definitely those challenging, they definitely bring the best results because, you know, um, as you say, if you're just standing there doing the pose and shoot, 
photo over and over you're not bringing that passion and I know with the Michelle as well she like seems to bring out a lot of emotion in her photos too and that's what really allows people to connect with them and and make them as popular as they are so I definitely think um yeah your photo shoots show that as well <laughs> that emotion that connection yeah I think so because yeah, Michelle loves to shoot with with definitely like she loves to have facial expression and I actually Michelle's taught me a lot um when I first shot with her and um I think we were on like a four or five hour shoot together and we were just like kind of just in the moment constantly and she's such an amazing person like she's they, yeah she's a great person in general and when you work with her it's even better it's just like wow like she knows what she's doing and there's a reason why she's so particular as well with what she does because she gets the Absolutely. result that that yeah. the readers that the readers want to see on a cover and yeah it, it it works so yeah really really blessed to be working cool so the next thing we have is the bully zero ambassador so did you want to tell us a bit about what that entails and how can people get involved and also support the cause because it's definitely something that we're very passionate about yeah sure i i came about um zero i was um I was approached by them, uh, I think going on six, seven months ago now. And, um, and the funny story was, is that I actually saw this one person online that was actively targeting this male model from, um, from the U S and he went as far as to like put it, um, post his profile, post all their private conversations. And this guy claims he's an activist and he's a former model from New York and he's just basically a little bitch. And more or less, he's just a really angry, angry individual and has an opinion on absolutely everything. And he was, um, so the, what he was doing was rather than talking about a particular topic, he was actively targeting this person. And that doesn't sit right with me. I don't like people being targeted. I'm like, if you've got something to say, say it, but there's ways around things. If you want to address an issue, you don't need to actively target this person. Yeah. And I called him out on it. And, um, and I said, you're not an activist, man. You're a bully. I'm like, this, what you're doing is wrong. I'm like, you should not be posting private conversations, whatnot. And he just kind of disregarded what I said, but then he actively started targeting me. So he had like 280,000 followers and I was just getting for 48 hours, I was just getting bombarded by everyone like saying, and he like, he didn't even bother to talk to me. He just basically accused me of this and that, whatever. And so I was trying to defend someone else. And then I got in the firing line and, and then I was like, well, this is ridiculous. And then I ended up posting a photo that Michelle um, took of me actually, where I had my fingers up and I'm like, this is to all the online bullies. And they saw that and they were like, oh my God, we love this photo. This is so great. And they saw what was going on. And then I was like, um, and they were like, oh, cool. Would you like to like, you know, come work with us, be an ambassador? I'm like, absolutely. I mean, my background regard with regards to bullying is that I was, um, I was heavily bullied all through high school. Like I was just tormented. And so I liked to, so now it's like, it's such a sensitive topic for me. And I'm like, I can't stand people that are just getting targeted or bullied and like, and not enough over the years has been done about it, particularly mm -hmm. in schools. Yeah. So working with Bully Zero now is giving me the opportunity to actually now to start vocalizing a lot more and talking about the different types of bullying, why bullies bully. Um, and I do it with my interviews and my last interview, I did it with, uh, with Kyle. And as he, as you saw in that interview, like he's got Asperger's and it was um, an interesting topic with regards to like um, how, um, 
people on the spectrum are being bullied. Um, and like, I just, yeah, I wanted to kind of just bring everything to life and make sure that like people are aware of what's going on and what you say online in particular has consequences. Um, like you could have a thousand comments of good comments and then it takes one bad comment online to just throw you off completely and you don't know what that person's mental state is going to be yeah like everyone's got shit to deal with you know what i mean you don't know and so many people are like just become keyboard warriors and there needs to be accountability about it and right now they're, they're trying to do a legislative law that requires you to um put your identification on an online profile every time you make one which i think is a great idea because you know what you use your identification for pretty much everything else why not do it for an online profile so that way at least over time if people are being bullied um those people can actually be prosecuted to the you know mm. to the full uh effect of the law and yeah it's just yeah and so i'm yeah i'm really passionate about it i just want to be able to um help people at some point and give people the opportunities that i never did while growing up because i was surrounded more or less with like toxic masculinity where it's kind of like oh you know what so i'm just fucking you know, deal with it. Or people were just like, oh, whatever. Like, don't be a wussy about it. Just, you know, mm -hmm. just harden the fuck up kind of thing. And I don't, and that's a culture that needs to be changed completely. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, you know, we were, we were both bullied as well during our squeeze, but doesn't, I think what people, like it doesn't stop at school. Like it's, no. sometimes I think it's even like kids, they don't understand how to really deal with it. And that's, that's an issue in itself but as adults it's like again you sort of you, you try and be the better person and walk away but then also why should you it's kind of like um why should you walk away from it and why can't you stand up for it or why can't there be someone to support you I think it's yeah I think it's a great cause and I think um like I said it's something we're very passionate about and it's definitely one thing that we instill in our kids it's like I think, I think that's the main thing because I just don't want them to go through it either. No, and I know it's inevitable. No. I know they probably will. Um, but still, like, I just, yeah, it just breaks my heart when you see it. And yeah. even when you see adults going through it. So, yeah. It's the thing. It's like, it's, it's the, the issue is, is like, I think that there's not enough education based on it. And it would be amazing for schools to actually incorporate that into their curriculum at some point and just, just realize, because I think the main thing is that, yeah, okay, people get bullied all the time. That's fine. Like it, it's a part of life. It's, I mean, it sucks, but it's a part of life. Mm. But the thing is, is like, there's ways around it in the sense of dealing with it and making sure that kids or adults realize it's actually not even about them. It's about the bully themselves and projecting their own issues. And a lot of people need, to, like, they don't, they take it to heart. That's the thing. They tend to take it more to heart because they don't understand that. It's obviously you're being victimized, you're being targeted. But I think if there's a way of, like, people starting to just realize mm -hmm. that it's actually not even about you, mm -hmm. yeah. um, that there's better ways that they can kind of deal with it. Um, and I think that the main thing is that it starts with schools. It does start with schools in the end. Yeah. I think definitely there's two big things like the schools and as you say, the regulation of social media, because <clears throat> the issue is when we were bullied as kids, um, we didn't have know, social media. <laughs> once you were at home, 
in your own home, you at least have a bit of a safe space. Well, most mm-hmm. people do, mm-hmm. um, you know, whereas nowadays yeah. there's no break from that. So yeah. like they can just be constantly mm-hmm. contacted and for being such a billion dollar industry, there is very little regulation yeah. for it. And as you say, yeah. you know, people have this anonymity behind them or they're behind their keyboard and they're saying things that they wouldn't even they wouldn't even have the guts to say to people's face, but yeah, they, they tend mm. to get away with it because there's no accountability. There's no, you know, they're not attached to their persona as such and people can make up fake um, profiles and whatnot. So I definitely think more laws and more regulation are going to help in that regard too. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think the end the issue is that a lot of people are going to be like, Oh, you know, freedom of speech. And they're going to be like, Oh, my personal information is out there and i'm like realistically google it's has already out there it's, it's already, it's already out there, out you there. Just, you've got an iphone it's just in different way everybody's yeah. got it there's there's a difference between having an opinion and you know your freedom of speech and being a downright asshole though right like and honestly if you're not targeting people and bullying people why are you concerned about putting your profile there yeah. like there's yeah. no concern. Yeah. Like you want to have what are you afraid of? What do you, you want to you, you know, you want to have a driver's license, you've got to hand over all your information. You want to have a passport, you've got to hand over all your information. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all everywhere. So exactly right. yeah, I feel like the only people that are afraid are those that are concerned about what they're actually saying and they don't really want to be held accountable for their actions. So hundred percent. Hundred percent. And it's because it's like if you think about it this way, like finally there will be a way that people could be held accountable and think of the amount of lives that you could save yeah. based on so somebody is being is someone's actually going to be stopped someone's oh. going to stopped from doing what they're doing to somebody else and the amount of yeah you know what i mean it's it's you can see all these comments online and it does get you like even that time when like i had about 48 hours of non-stop trolling i shit you not i was just like and i've got a thick skin even after the 48 hours i was kind of just like really starting to feel a bit shit because mm, it was just constant absolutely. and because some like of the people tell me to kill myself exactly they're so yeah. freaking horrible and stuff they would never have the guts to say that somebody's face Gone no, and you know yeah. but they're sitting there behind the security of their you know keyboard and their computer screen and going you know i'm going to say this to somebody why yeah you know it's so freaking horrible yeah, and yeah. it's like the other thing is like if you don't have, if, and even like with anything, it's like if you don't like the profile, just unfollow. Like I know. The issue, isn't it? Button. Why? Don't follow <laughs> them. A, don't follow them. There's a, literally a button that, that allows you to unfollow people. Like it's not yeah. that hard. And like You're it's actually quicker to unfollow than to write a whole bloody essay yeah. saying yeah. why you think it's yeah. not about them. It's like, yeah. oh, God. You, it's actually have to, you actually have to take the time and effort to write a real dick comment. Mm. Like just don't do it. Don't do it. Just keep scrolling. It's not that hard. It's not. And like the amount of times I've had people that just write to me. Yes, that's right. It is. It is. Like I mean, click and say, I don't want to see content like this anymore. Correct. That's right. It's all controlled. So it's like you get to control what you want to see. So why would you? Oh, people are, yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous. But like, I mean, the amount of people that still write to me, like, oh, I think you're an absolute narcissist. And I'm like, firstly, look up the word narcissist. And mm. Then you can, then get back to me. If you know what that actually means, yeah, I'm technically not a narcissist. Yes. Self-involved, I can be, yes. But just because I post modeling photos, it doesn't necessarily make me a narcissist. So just, uh, yeah, okay, I'll get your dictionary for Christmas, dickheads. Yeah, I don't yeah. understand 
um, yeah, people that just can't accept other people being happy with themselves. No, no, it's just yeah, it's like, like people don't want to. You can't understand somebody having confidence in themselves or being happy or promoting themselves. Like people have a really big issue with that. It's like why? Why can't I do that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's and it's uh, to to be honest, that was one thing um, Amanda and I discussed quite a bit before we uh, got the balls to start this <laughs> podcast yeah. because there's days like you said where you're just like, I'm not mentally here. Like, what if we get hate or whatever like how are we going to mm. deal with it um yeah but you know most of the time we have thick skin and we're just like yeah okay then there's been we have thankfully we haven't had a lot of that type of um stuff but there's yeah. been a couple of comments that have come through and just straight away we just delete them like not even going to entertain you yeah. just and then you Get block them it. it's like just just go away like why yeah. but then yeah. on any sometimes i'm very argumentative as well it takes a lot for me to yeah do. i know so, <laughs> sometimes you just can't help yourself you're just like oh i'm gonna just give this one back to you now yeah so, yeah. yeah yeah i know what you mean like, don't it's, do it back don't do it back i'm like okay i'll delete yeah it. <laughs> well that's the thing the important thing is to actually like silence when it comes to trolls and bullies silence actually is the best weapon because yeah. they want that energy from you mm-hmm. and they want, they feed yeah. off that energy from you. Attention. So if you don't give them anything, mm-hmm. it, they actually, yeah, they want the attention that they'll suffer from that when you just turn away and be like, no, nah, you're not even worth the energy because that's yeah. what they want. That's all ultimately they want. Like, cause I get actually, like I've had a, people attack me. Like, you know how sometimes you get message requests um, like from a whole bunch of people and like they don't obviously go through uh, and filter yeah. through your general comments. Um, I don't see those because mm. I'm like, I just, I'm like, whatever. Like if it's not in there, it's probably junk mail or something. Cause a lot of the time I get those, you know, Oh, invest in such and such. Yeah. You get $32,000. I'm wearing our clothes. Like, hey, to boost your Instagram. Like that's all the crap yes. I get. I'm like, I'm yeah. so sick of seeing it. So I just leave that in the junk area, whatever. But once in a while, there are people that will message. And then because I don't see them, they the messages sometimes get through and they just abuse the shit out of me like yeah. and it's like what what the hell like you yeah. just get like oh you're this and that and i'm like oh, calm down blank profile like relax so, <laughs> so uh, how, how can people exactly. support the cause but look it's an important look um by going to bully zero um to the instagram or to the website um www.bullyzero.com um and they can donate and they can be a part of if they want to uh, be a part like and volunteer or they want to be ambassador themselves by all means uh contact contact them the direct or contact janet who's actually the ceo she's amazing as well like they come up with a great organization and it's there's so many benefits from it as well like you can get all the information you want based on like the current bullying and like and how to get help and you know where to go and you know any kind of information you want based on it um because it's so important that there needs to be an avenue where you could just go for help um yeah i mean sometimes it's sometimes even for for kids like sometimes the schools really don't do anything so this is going to be some kind of avenue at least they can get some advice on what to do in certain situations um but yeah i highly recommend yeah going to bully zero i was just going to say it's really important for kids because a lot of the time um you know, if it's happening at school, their parents might not know. And sometimes yeah. um, kids get embarrassed yeah. about it. They don't want to actually bring it up with their parents. So yeah. if they've got another avenue that they can go to. Um, yeah. I think any support they can get is really good. Yeah. 
I agree because you have to you have to speak up about it and like if because I was the same as well I never wanted when I was bullied I never wanted to go to my parents or go to the principal or anything like that because you get like you'll get tormented even more like back then I remember like they would be like oh you know you, you dobbed on everyone blah, blah blah so I mean if kids still feel that way today I know things are obviously a lot different for you know, as opposed to when I went to high school to kids going to high school now, um, Bully Zero is a great organization that can actually help and they can just discreetly talk to someone as well if they wanted to. It's, it's, you know, you need that kind of support and everyone needs that kind of support when they're going through something like that. It's not something that you need to go through alone. Like, that's the main thing. Like, you're not alone in this. Yeah. Absolutely. It might yeah. just be enough to give somebody the validation to actually go to a parent or somebody close to them and talk about it as well. Mm. Having that discreet yeah. conversation. Yeah. All right. No one deserves to go through bullying ever. No, no, ever. No, no, absolutely not. Well, there you go, guys. Go and head up to that website because um, it's definitely very important. And the more we can grow these types of organisations, the more that we can build the knowledge foundation, build the support foundation and really um, quieten those bullies, basically. I think that's the best way to do it. So head over there and um, show it some support. Are we up to the fun questions now? We're going to go to the fun part now. <laughs> go from the serious part to the fun oh, part, God. I think. <laughs> All right. Are you ready, David? These are some oh, of yeah. the hardest questions you'll probably ever have to answer in your life. Oh, God. Okay. Let's okay. do it. Okay. Uh, what is your go-to pickup line? Do you have one? Have you used uh, one? No, I don't have any. I'm the, honestly, I am the worst person when it comes to picking up someone. I'm terrible. Like, I... I'm. <laughs> I may seem very confident when it comes to me in that situation. I'm completely like I'm a dead fish. I'm just like, uh, um. Are you like the picker up Is that what it's called? The picker up not the picker up Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah. <laughs> actually, you know what? No, no. Technically, no, because I'm. It works. It works as a negative in some ways as well because I'm apparently I'm too intimidating because I'm like six foot three, so I'm too intimidating. Oh, okay. And people are, people are scared of me. Or when I do approach people, like, it's kind of like, uh, I just, I kind of fall apart. <laughs> I'm just, I'm really bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. So I really don't have a pickup line. Honestly, the last, the last time, my last pickup line was like, I was so nervous. I was like, do you like stuff? <laughs> Hello? Um, yeah. Do you like stuff? I feel like, um, so could we say that your pickup, um line would be similar to um Channing Tatum in is it jump jump street where he's undercover yeah. and then he goes yeah. my name's Jeff yep that's, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much me yeah that's exactly me actually um yeah and it's funny you can put me in any situation where I can negotiate my way out of things I can argue whatever but when it comes to picking up oh my I am the worst like just terrible terrible so yeah yeah I yeah, I, I would know. be so terrible at picking up if I had to do that at this point, like really bad. <laughs> I would be like just staring at them. Yeah. All right, they'd probably like, somebody be like, you like stuff? And I'd be like, yeah. All right. the stuff, yeah. I like it. 
I was yeah. like, okay, cool. Well, bye. <laughs> I know. I just would not pick up on the vibes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah, there you have it. There's that answer. <laughs> okay. So, if you were a chair, what celebrity would you want to sit in you? Sit in me? Oh, my God. Um, God. Oh, Charlize Theron. Probably Charlize Theron. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, that that woman it. can do no wrong. She's like, oh, she's just, gorgeous. She's gorgeous. She's she can act. She's just uh, like she's an amazing person. I met her once before, actually, like years and years and years Stop. ago. Really? And I, okay. Yeah, I was like, yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh, she's just she's even more flawless in person than she's on screen. Oh so yeah, definitely, yeah, that's one of my questions. Yeah. Was have you ever met someone you idolized or revered? So I guess you have. Uh I have actually. Who have I met? Oh, I've met a few, actually. You know what? The per- one person I probably idolized and I met in person, I spent a whole evening with actually was um, Hugh Jackman. Oh, oh my God. I feel cool. like he'd be hilarious. Yes. Yeah, yeah I, so um, I was actually, ye- years ago, I used to work in PR. So he's another, absolutely another resume thing. So I used to work in PR and um, I worked, I worked a ball, um, called the red ball so it's Hugh Jackman and his wife um they both hosted every year it's this massive charity ball that they do but I was part of his entourage for that oh, night and entourage? Like, oh my god I love that yeah it was just, just for the night just for the night so I actually actually also did it for Mr T as well for another <laughs> Snickers event that's yeah. so random I know it is. Um, he was actually really cool too. Um, but huge. I remember I was in the elevator with him like one on one, and I'm just like, "Oh my god, this is huge!" And he's happening. like talking to me, and I'm just like, "Hmm, yeah." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's the most charming person, and he's lovely and friendly. And person, like you, just like you look at him, you're, you're like, Jackman. "Holy shit!" Yeah, it's like you're Hugh Jackman. Like it's, I never thought of him much before until I met him in person. I was like, "What an amazing, down to earth person he is." So, like, what you see on screen, like you know, when he talks on interviews, is exactly how he's in person with everyone. The nicest guy in the world. Yeah, so he's pretty you, cool. You get that vibe from him. You get that vibe that he's very genuine. And also, yeah, like, yeah. I really want to be a part of him and Ryan Reynolds' um, war. I just oh feel my like God, I really, I, love being, <laughs> I really want to be a part of that war. Like, I feel like I want to be in one of their ads where they're t- like just playing yeah. the shit out of each other. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, love Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman together. Like, they're the funniest. Like, yeah, so, so good. good. I love that. So good. It's so good. <laughs> okay. What would your theme song be for your life at the moment? Oh my God, these questions. I told um, you, they're the hardest questions you'll ever answer. They ever. really are. I'm terrible. You could have given me some warning on these. Um, no. Oh God. Um, a, a song that would be me right now. Oh mm. uh, God. Um, probably Blank Space Taylor Swift. That's probably much my life. Relationships <laughs> 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 and stuff. Also, that's yeah, good song, good song. I'm not, I'm not a huge Taylor fan, but I, I do like that song. And I'm just listening to, I was like, oh my god, this is pretty much my life. I will be, I will be using that with the the post we do. As yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Beck's got a thing for music, so like she loves to. She really needs to match things up. Like she spends so much time when she puts a post together, picking out the exact perfect song. And I must say, I do the same for my story. On point. Yeah, 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 very particular. And yeah. we've even had 
like a couple of people reach out be like I need a song for this story I'm like I got you I got you don't worry it's like I like to just it's important for the vibe <laughs> but I like to just send her a message I'm going to do a post it's about a dark romance books and this is what's involved in it and then she'll be like blah just yeah. give me the song I'm like perfect yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh god yes yeah, perfect actually okay if you could choose between teleportation or flying what would your choice be teleportation because at that point i would be rabbit robbing every bank possible <laughs> just living <laughs> on an island somewhere i think he's thought about it so much yeah i thought about that answer a long time ago i'm like this is honestly i always thought like if i was an x-men i was like that would be pretty much my power to teleport <laughs> yeah, you're like an screw X-Men. everything else teleportation. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's got to be specific and i really appreciate the level of detail with an answer like this like it's simple yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course yeah and the first thing you would do you would go rob in a rubber bank and just yeah. take all the money and then seal out like who's gonna know <laughs> like, no one's it's, gonna it's not like they're gonna catch you teleport no. out of your way you just teleport exactly. everywhere yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly found right. you. teleport to another yeah. island mm. Done. Uh-huh. Yeah. there you go have you ever completed something off your bucket list uh bodybuilding was one yeah that was um, competing in my first show. So that was that was on my bucket list for a very long time. After many, many years of people telling me I couldn't do it, I did it. And um, my first competition, I, sh- I was in WBFF. And um, I was, out of the 12 guys I competed against, I was the f- only first timer. And I came fourth. So That's awesome. That's so cool. And have yeah. you done it? Um, have you competed again or was it just kind of a one? Um, I was, I was meant to compete um, this year, but I think it's been moved again because the whole Corona thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. But, um, but to be honest, like, I mean, I, I enjoyed the experience. I thought it was great, um, but it's a lot of work and yeah. it's a lot, it's very hard on your body. And, Absolutely. and, with doing all the modeling as well, like it's just, it takes its toll as well. So it's just like, yeah. 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 It, it is hard and it's, it's serious dedication. I, um, mm. Kyle was my PT while he was doing his training for his first one. So I, yeah, I know how much effort he put in and yeah, it is hard. Um, yeah. You can go and check out David's Instagram for some of those videos as well from there. Uh, I must say for a first uh, competition, I mean, you're walking out onto that stage and you were chucking cheeky winks at people and everything. So you were certainly not lacking in confidence (laughs) in your first competition. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's a different story. When that spotlight's on you, you're like, okay, it's go time. Yeah, this is happening. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. you got you to enjoy it. You Like, if you go out there, like, uh, you know, being all scared and whatever, I mean, that's what the judges base you on as well. They judge you on your performance and, and your general presence as well. So if you yeah. go out there and you're terrified, you're not smiling or not, then... Pfft, points are points are pretty much gone so yeah i was just like when you get into it the adrenaline just hits you and yeah. you're just out there and you're like nah just have fun with it it was and it was the best time like met some of the best people like i've become such good friends with a couple of guys from there as well and yeah it's 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 yeah i i definitely i would love to do it again i really would love to do it again probably not this year um but maybe next year i think definitely yeah awesome. yeah that's so cool yeah 
Well, that's all we've got in terms of questions. So you can take a breath now. You don't have to stress about any more thoughts. <laughs> oh, thank God. I hope I, I, hope I pass the exam. <laughs> you can, you can um, let it out now. Let it out. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining. We've, um, yeah, we've had a great time chatting with you. No, thank you so much for having me. I'm absolutely honoured So yeah, to be a part of this whole this romance novel world. It's it's a, a definitely an experience, but I absolutely love every moment of it. So to be a part of this as well, this has been so such a great experience. So thank you so much. Well, like Amanda said, um, you're already on uh, Chain Hands cover by T.L. Smith, so uh, everyone can have you anywhere they like. Yeah. Um, and we look forward to seeing the rest of the covers that you're on in the future for sure. No worries. Well, thank you so much, guys. Thanks, David. Well, David was an absolute treat, wasn't he? How lovely was he? He's so lovely. <laughs> so lovely. I always love having um, like these type, well, any episode we have is just so invigorating because sometimes you can get a little bit drained during the season and you're kind of going through and you're busy, you've got your normal job and then you've got your podcast preparation and social media posts and you're so drained and then you get to talk to some amazing people and it just gives you that, I guess, motivation to keep going because you're just like, I want to keep doing this. Yeah, and I love hearing their their stories as well, how they get into the modelling or how they become an author or graphic designer, like whatever they're doing. I just love it. And they always are so random and I think that's... (laughs) so exciting yeah I love it they've always got amazing stories like and like David just had so many qualifications I'm like god damn that's fantastic yeah his resume would be (laughs) amazing he's qualified at anything (laughs) I know right I know absolutely I mean mine would you know be very boring in comparison (laughs) and mine's one page okay guys well tune in for next week we have the lovely rosalie on and we are talking about the highgate preparatory academy Mm -hmm. um we are actually excited to give away book number one of um highgate preparatory academy uh captured which we will be giving away as an ebook so um if you haven't already read it it's just a free book to get you into the series so that you can read book two and there is a prequel and be prepared for our episode with rosa next week Yes. So all you have to do to, uh, this will be a super quick giveaway. And actually this is probably a good time. We're going to be doing this with every episode as well. So that's something exciting that we're introducing for season three. Mm-hmm. So all you have to do uh, to enter this giveaway is head over to whatever platform you're listening to our podcast, subscribe, and just send us a screenshot either in the Facebook group or Instagrams probably easier to show us and we'll open the competition up for probably 24 hours I think and you'll get an ebook if you win yep so yeah keep an ear out for every week for the different opportunities that you'll have there and thanks so much for tuning in for episode one of season three and we look forward to writing out this season with you yay